Hey there, fellow sapiens, managers, and anyone listening in. This is Jeremy, the Crypto Sapien, welcoming all to the NFT 11 Metaverse podcast. This is the first episode of many to come, and in this one, we have a very special guest. Altura COO Maxim joins us, and we dive into the GameFi space, NFTs, and of course, what Altura specializes in, smart NFTs. So kick back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this one. You know. Welcome everyone. <laughs> yeah, Hello everyone. We kind of started, yeah. So welcome everyone to uh, NFT 11's first podcast. Uh, very happy to have Altura here with us. You know, uh, doing this podcast. Uh, thank you for coming on, uh, Maxim. Uh, Maxim, maybe you want to introduce yourself a little. Absolutely. Uh, so hello everyone, my name is Maxim, I'm the COO of Altura and I'll give you a little bit of background on me. I'm from Toronto, Canada. Uh, I got into crypto in 2016, initially mining cryptocurrencies and then I ventured in, I created an educational program where I went around US Canada teaching middle school, elementary school uh, students about crypto, uh, building computers and cryptocurrency mining. Um, and then I met my partner, Majd, and the rest is history. Awesome. Uh, just to clarify, what age group is that that that, that was learning crypto? Uh, it was from five. It was actually a pretty big age group, but there were there were some there were some bright students there. So it was from uh, five to fifteen on the top wow. end. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. So it was it was like it was very. It was, I designed it to be very hands on. Right. So you basically would allow. Any student, so I'd get the bigger, like the, the older students to kind of say, okay, kind of guide the younger ones, but everyone was on the same page, which I, which what I was, which what I was trying to do, because it's very tactile, right? Building a computer, you're putting, yeah. you know, your RAM in, you're putting your CPU in, right? Like you have to be careful, obviously, but it's like you, it's a very tactile thing. It's something that is, all ages can understand if they're guided through it. I think. Right. So do they just learn how to build the mining rigs or, you know, is there like a syllabus where you go into uh, the basics of crypto, you know, educating them about crypto? Yeah. So like it was like a the, the session I designed was basically around a four hour in like uh, like a tactile session. Uh, so basically we'd have they, them come in. I would tell them about cryptocurrencies cryptocurrency mining, what the components of a computer actually do in, when you're mining cryptocurrencies, what what they, you know, what the functions are. It's quite basic. Like, I don't want to really go that much in depth, obviously, right. because, yeah. you know, like, there's no point. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, Sorry, I digress uh, because I used to be a teacher. So, you know, it's yes. really interesting. Yeah. Um, that That's really cool, though, you know, starting at su such a young age, uh, those are going to be some very lucky kids because I, I think all of us in the industry know that this is the future, right? Yes. So, yeah, definitely blessed there. Awesome. So uh, thank you again, Altura and, and Maxim, for, for coming down for this podcast. Uh, very, very excited to have you here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about smart NFTs. So, uh, you know, I'm really curious as to when exactly you kind of got the idea of, of NFTs or, or, or stumbled upon NFTs because we all know that the, the crypto market kind of started and, and crypto started without all of that. You know, uh, the basic Bitcoin and all that came out first. And yeah, so I'm wondering when you found out about crypto 
uh, sorry, when you found out about NFTs and when exactly did you decide, hey, I'm going to make this thing smarter now? <laughs> sure. So I, I originally actually knew about NFTs in 2017 with CryptoKitties. Mm. Uh, I saw this and I was like, this is, I don't like this. Like, what's the point? Why, like, why would I buy a JPEG? Okay, that was my, <laughs> this is like, this is like, why? But the thing is, the concept that didn't strike to me at that time was a concept of proof of ownership, right? And that's what NFTs allow. They allow you to prove ownership of your asset in a digital exactly. plane, in a digital plane. And so that kind of realization became more in um, 2021. So the beginning of 2021, um, I started kind of, I was at the time we weren't really, I was not really doing anything with Madge, but we were friends and we were just kind of talking, casually talking about the space. And we had ambitions to do something big, but we we weren't you know entirely sure what that was going to be. But we I, we looked at the concept of NFTs and said, look, there's a there's a proof of ownership here um, concept that's interesting, but what are the flaws with the system? Right, you mint it, it's static, right? So you, you want in in the digital world, you want a system where it proves you have you know ownership of a sword in video game, you have ownership of this. That, that's a great system. The the concept of that is good, but Given, you know, considering gas fees, if you want to change the properties of that sword, if it changes within a game, which happens a lot, you have item, different items and different assets in right. game that Levels are constantly changing. Yeah. Exactly, right? And so how would you solve that, right? Like without a smart NFT, you would have to burn it, you have to mint it, burn it and mint it. And then the economics becomes unbearable. It doesn't work because of the gas fees, right? right. So you're... Like Ethereum, forget about it. But even BSC, um, you're talking, you know, you know, 20, 30, it depends on the day, but you know, dollar to 10 cents, that adds up, right? Yeah, like that, that sure. will, um, so our smart, the smart NFT system that we kind of developed was said, okay, what if assets could dynamically change, right? And have your sword that, you know, change in game will change dynamically on the NFT. Right. Um, and they said this is a solution for it's gasless, right? That's no, there's no gas required to change there to make that properties happen. And well, that was the, kind of the concept that we were thinking of at the time. So imagine I were like, he's like, yeah, he's, he's pitching me the, the concept of dynamic NFTs. I'm like, let's call it smart NFTs. Like, yes, that's fantastic. You know, <laughs> and then we kind of like he kind of wrote a technical roadmap at the time so how we're going to do it and we kind of follow through and here we are and we, we're powering through the our api which is very wonderful cool. Cool. very cool yeah so um you know speaking about this uh proof of ownership and yeah i i i, I can't help but feel that I, I thought the same thing also when I first discovered NFTs, you know, um, JPEGs, right? Right click it, save it, and now I own your NFT, right? What, yeah. Whatever you paid a hundred bucks for. And yeah, but um, I, I think a lot of the misconception comes from the fact that uh, we don't see what's going on behind that, you know, what, what else is in the contracts. So aside from proof of ownership, where else do you see um, NFTs, or, or, or why do you think NFTs are the next leg in the game? Uh, I, the, the thing is, it's the there's two reasons, right? And so this is kind of like the, the business standpoint of Altera. So number one, uh, gamers don't actually have control over their own assets. So in games like CS:GO, where 
you know, their in-game item economies are massive and items can sell for hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars for some skins. Yeah. Um, you don't actually have control over that asset. The control is really dealt by, by the game developer. And what happens if the, the game developer doesn't like you, you know, breaks your terms, yeah. you break some terms of service, and now you have a portfolio and you lose everything. And that's, right. that's happened before, right? That's not, an, that's not rare, that, that is something that happens, Definitely, right? Yeah. Um, and so what this enables, a system like this would enable security for gamers. So they actually have security over their assets. But well, let's not forget the game developers here because they're also here to make some money. Right. right. So how, what, what, what are their methods of making revenue off this? Well, they get a secondary transaction off. Uh, they get royalties of every secondary transaction. Right. right. And so that um, enables a great revenue stream that otherwise they wouldn't have been able to tap because it's off, you know, sketchy marketplaces, right. uh, all these, all these items are traded. This is a method where a gamer benefits, even if they can't play the game, they should at least have access to their assets, assets. and and uh the game developers can make great revenue from their secondary transactions so we're just trying to create a platform where this can be possible awesome yep and and i think that's that's the way to move forward uh you know in this uh, in this whole game space um yeah uh, and, and that's exactly what nft 11 is doing as well you know we we saw i mean uh, I'm not sure, but do you play Football Manager or have you played any games like that? I I have not, but my uh, my friends have been very dedicated on the FIFA front for many oh, years. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, but I I have not personally. Any particular games that you that you dive into? Oh, me, I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a Civilization Five guy. Ah. Uh, Okay. I'm one of those people. The, okay. Right, right. The the RTS and the grand strategy. Yo, it yes. takes patience for that game, man. I respect I respect civilization. Yeah, players, well look, yeah. the reason I, I haven't started going to civilization six is first of all I don't have time. And so <laughs> I haven't actually I haven't opened Civilization Five and like since I've actually started I, since uh, Altura I actually haven't played Civilization. It's just it's too much of a time suck and I just I right, can't right. do that. Yeah. And I, even if I wanted to learn a new one, it's, it takes like 15, 20 hours to learn, actually learn how to play these games. So, you know, I've clocked enough hours in Civilization V that I can always go back and figure it out. But right. the next <laughs> one's not. I can't. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, I, I've seen it. It's so immersive. I, I think even if you want to set aside an hour of gameplay a day, it's, it's not going to happen. Like, you're going to get yeah. sucked in. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't even touch it. Just like no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I've been I've been binging on a little bit of uh, Elden Ring because what? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, I know everyone's talking about it. These right, days. right. Yeah. I mean, I I, I grew up on uh, Dark Souls and, and okay. Yeah, sure. I played all of the Dark Souls games, so I I had to I had to get my hands on Elden Rings. Yeah, but yeah. you see, games games like this, right? Um. That's it. I hit that uninstall button and boom, it's all gone. Of course, now we have the cloud and, yes. you know, it's saved on Steam and things like that. But yeah, you never really get ownership of that asset. All that grinding, yeah. all that hard work, that pain, you know, that you go through dying exactly. a thousand times. And yeah, oh. there's, there's nothing to show for it, honestly. Right? It is brutal. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Right, and I I think the gamefi space also allows um, 
or, or at least smart NFTs and the concept of NFTs in games allows for something that has already been done because people sell accounts out there. You know, people train yes. up accounts, uh, level up their accounts, get into ranking systems and they, and they sell these accounts uh, on their own. And unfortunately, there are also scammers out there, you know, who sell accounts and yeah, try, try to rip people off. But uh, I think with NFTs and, and smart NFTs, this is, this is opening up a whole new avenue for people to do it legitimately and on the blockchain where it can all be recorded. Yeah, so yeah, I think I, I think that's the that's the beautiful part of um, you know smart NFTs. So uh, back to smart NFTs and Altura. Um, what exactly you know what what are some of the challenges that that you had to kind of jump over and or, or you know uh, the difficult things about creating a smart NFT or contracts that deal with smart NFTs yeah so the thing is is that i am i'm not the best person to talk about this just giving you like a forefront because i'm not on the technical right. side the, the, the uh, dev, yeah. but i i they, essentially i feel like the it it we're just what our goals are as altura is to create a really great professional marketplace experience so right now and that professional marketplace experience is to be catered towards our partner projects and clients right, right. The thing is that right now the NFT market is really, really on the consumer side. So it's designed for a consumer facing audience and market. And we're, we're seeing that there's kind of a, a gap for really professional marketplace experiences where we essentially create, you know, the AP, have the API, which kind of what enables smart NFTs right. and the NFT marketplace to work in conjunction and to kind of build off each other essentially. Right. And so I would say, um, you know, on the on the technical side, we had a couple of issues of syncing when we first launched the marketplace. There's like syncing blockchain data, uh, which was, but you know, that's been fixed. It's just it's it's been a lot of development and a lot of processes uh, for that. And I feel like it's there haven't been, you know, I would say major challenges in our like in in the steps, but it's just taken a lot of time to create a product that works. And consistently works yeah um and that's kind of what we are kind of really hoping you know we've made it but we're trying to make it even better and even better for our, our projects that work with us right? yeah i think so, it's a step-by-step -step process right i mean just like just like how nft 11 creating the game um they're definitely going to be hurdles and especially in this new space you know there's no textbook there's no manual about navigating yeah. this entire space it's it's something completely new so yeah i, I mean it's honestly exciting but at the same time it's pretty scary <laughs> yes yeah. we're writing the manual right now so it's it's great yeah. to be a part of that exactly. manual right so, right yeah um, yeah but it's like like we have a big we have a huge launch coming um we have our marketplace v2 which is which i'm extremely excited for because it puts our marketplace in the likes of OpenSea and in, on, on sort of that front, which is which is fantastic and rareable. Um, we've, you know, we've really taken um, a lot of work to to make it a really great experience uh, for everybody and including we're releasing also API v2, right? So that's going nice. to work with, you know, there's going to be more endpoints for developers to use and, you know, 
for their their NFT functions within their game. So it's, it's it's exciting, and that's happening very soon. So. Very soon, yeah. Okay, I can't I wait for it. I mean, I I I love the marketplace. I love the look of it right now as it is, and yes. yeah. I, I think yeah uh, we're just looking to improve it and and make it better same same thing over here with nft 11 you know we're trying to create this entire immersive football experience for for our gamers and you know diehard soccer fans out there they they really put in their heart and soul into games like football manager managing their own team yes. each and every player looking at their stats making sure they're trained well and I, I I can't I can't help but feel that if it's not an NFT, it's just not doing them any justice at all. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that's that's why I'm really passionate about this kind of system and games really taking off. I just I think right. it's gonna take some time. It's really new, right? I think there was like what two hundred blockchain games <laughs> last year, right. active yeah. blockchain games. And now there's like four, just over 400 um, that are, you know have one transaction over 24 hours. So then I, you know, it's, it's kind of a low bar, I would say. Right. So there's a lot. There's still a lot of growth that I think is is yet to happen, and I think we're going to see explosive growth, especially around game, sure. gaming economies. Um, and right now, there's a lot of models that are not sustainable, and I feel like when the models um, not like we go from a play to earn to a play and earn, earn kind of system and model where you're not expecting to make revenue, but you're, you know, you can make you, there's chances to make something there and there depending on what you do. Yeah. And I feel like creating those sustainable systems and kind of finding the right market fit will take time. And I feel like it's going to, will, but I think eventually I think there will be that time where these types of games and platforms really shine. Yeah, and you know? I, I think that's the reason why play to earn became such a dirty word, you know, because yes. um, it, it kind of gave people the wrong expectation. And, you know, they, 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 they thought that they could just come into this game, you know, grind day in, day out. And if I can grind for this period of time and earn a hundred bucks, then I can do it perpetually. And yes. you know, if you look at game game economics and 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 the way the token system works in some of these games, it, it's just not sustainable, and it's not yeah. it, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. So, uh, I think there's there's a lot to learn, you know, from from the pioneers. Uh, obviously, XE is the big one that comes out. Right? Yeah. Uh, everyone's seeing how <laughs> SLP is tanking right now. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're starting to realize that maybe a dual token system isn't exactly sustainable. And I think I think uh, we owe it to them also for, you know, paving the way and testing the waters so that uh, those that follow on behind them, yeah, they, they, they have a lot more. Um, yeah, there's, there's less trial and error in that sense. And I think these games are the ones that are ultimately going to rise up in, in the market. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, let's go back to Altura and NFT 11. Uh, so, sure. what were your first thoughts actually when, when we approached you and you know we started talking about smart NFTs and seeing where we can partner up and see how our NFTs can become smart essentially? Absolutely, yeah. We looked at it like... 
at a lens, right? So we're, we're working together. You know, we, we, when we, uh, like, we go for a project, right? We look at, okay, what's their game? How do you think smart NFTs, how do you, can they, you know, kind of work and um, how can it benefit the ecosystem? So the kind of the, the mindset we have, right? Um, when our, like our business development team goes out and says, okay, you know, this is, this is basically what smart NFTs are. And this is our API where you can integrate NFTs within your game and have all these great functions. Um, where could this best benefit the project? we're talking about right. right and so i feel like this is a very collaborative uh and in-depth process that we do with our partner projects like um you know like top like ideas like you know creating like an nft soccer ball that has you know advantages within a game for example right maybe it's a fire becomes fiery if you have this advantage or this property and those properties can change right so we, we do a lot of um great ideas that wouldn't it be possible without smart NFTs that are now unlocked and possible that can be explored by both projects to best develop and help each other. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to, you know, NFT 11, we're, we're also looking at things like that. Uh, back when I was uh, on the drawing board, you know, we were sitting down and we were talking about how we want our players to develop over time. And, you know, the, the, the beauty of smart NFTs is that it's not just in the metadata, right? You can essentially have them change uh, the look of the NFT, right? So in, in the future, if I'm training a particular player, you know, I'm sending him on sprints and, and, and just working his quads, uh, perhaps, you know, then that NFT will display, uh, you know, more muscular quads and, and, and the body structure <laughs> yeah. will change, right? Absolutely. So all of this is possible, yeah? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. You can change the models. Um, you can get, you can make yourself more, but, you know, I feel like a great like thing. We're all smart NFTs because we all are dynamically changing. So right, right. we can, we can put it now, uh, characters and items also have the same traits that we do. You know, they can change and right. that makes exactly. themselves better. And, and I sure. think that's, that's, that's where this whole, uh, metaverse concept comes in, because if you want to create something like a metaverse, then it has to be dynamic. It can't be static. Yeah. You know, if you want changes, within the ecosystem you can't expect to manually go in and change it each and every time and like you mentioned if you're going to do that to a traditional nft then you're going to spend like a, a ton of money on gas fees to to you know mint and burn all of these things just to produce those changes and yeah i don't think that's sustainable either yeah so i i, I think this is the way we are going to build the the metaverse of the future you know whenever i speak of the metaverse i can't help but uh be reminded of ready player one have you seen the movie i have seen that movie that is a yeah. wild movie yeah uh, is it, it yeah. did it did it give you any inspiration <laughs> honestly no actually but it it, it kind of it, it worked out future in the future i'm like oh yeah like later i was like oh yeah like that, that there's, a, there's a connection there. I do see that, <laughs> right. um, but it's, um, I don't know. I, I'm just like, I, I feel like the concept that they're portraying would benefit from, you know, smart, smart NFT, like on an infrastructure level, right? Like on a backend level, right? Um, and yeah, it just the, the future is, has lots of possibilities and we're happy to be a part of that future.
right? And develop with that future and whatever that means. Because it might not be like Ready Player One. It could be like something else, right? Right. And yeah. just being, yeah. But exactly. the concept is still there, right? Yeah. And exactly. For sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, same thing here with NFT 11. You know, we eventually want to have people able to come into our stadiums, you know, put on VR headsets and, and watch, watch wow. their matches live. And I, yeah, I mean, it, it's the whole immersive experience. It's, it's what it's what's going to draw you into these games and it's what's going to make you want to play these games and have fun yes. playing these games and play and earn <laughs> yes. on top of that yeah. non-fungible tournaments for the win yes exactly <laughs> you know I, I i can't i can't i can't see how games are not going to be game five it's yes. like why why wouldn't you want it to be uh you know why would you want to stick with traditional games when you can always own your own assets literally owning yeah. you know a portion of the game and, and as you put all your heart and soul into this game why wouldn't you want to earn a little bit of something even if it's you know small. something yeah, small I've, yeah exactly you get it like you get items you get things that, and you 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 look time is money and if right. you dedicate your time into something, you you know, and if people value that game just as much as you do, uh, there's assets within that game that are going to be worth a lot. Like skins don't do anything in CSGO. <laughs> they don't do anything. <laughs> but yet, if you don't have the camo super rare skin, you don't, you're not regarded as anybody important, right? So... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm a bit guilty here because I spend a ton of money on skins as well. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I'm a I'm a League of Legends player. I've been playing okay. it since like for for ten years now, I think. And yeah, I think I've thrown like at least uh, ten ten thousand dollars into the game on, <laughs> on just skins. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a a thousand dollars every year. That's that's my you know, uh, benchmark. It's, it's funny though because it's like like that doesn't like before like before like the NFT craze like that doesn't right. even like that would sound in, insane. But now right. with that. Now it's like, oh, okay. Like, because <laughs> there's other crazy stuff going on, right? At the right. same time. <laughs> and, and, and it puzzles me why gamers are so against NFTs and, and you know, the whole game five space. No, I can tell you why. I can tell you why. Right. I, I absolutely can tell you why. Because it's being forced upon them. They don't, you know, you don't really have a great concept. And if you're forced upon something, if I was personally forced upon doing something, I would just want to reject it. Right, right. Like, just looking at human, like, just basic human principles. Right. Like if someone's trying to force you to point to something and you don't like it, right. then obviously, and I feel like there's, there's like the value of what we're bringing here isn't what the rest of the NFT market is like, right? right? The NFT market right now, there's like a lot of high profile, you know, misdemeanors, like, right. like Pixelmon, free right. $70 yeah. million dollars in an Dude. NFT sale. They haven't, <laughs> they haven't created in two months. How is yeah. that? They haven't tweeted in two months. How? What? Yeah. Like that, I know. that's insane. Like no wonder people don't like it because it's there's just people are getting smacked left and right. And then you know the real work that we're trying to do yeah. in terms of creating these great communities, these ecosystems and platforms where we can develop and grow each other, you know, becomes you know a little bit more difficult when people see all these, you know, and get affected by these. Right, you know, they're letting I, the the rotten apple spoil the barrel, right? 
Exactly. Exactly. And so I feel like it's, look, I feel like it's inevitable. It's just a matter of time. And there's a matter of just adoption and people actually understanding all facets of it. I feel like just people are seeing one aspect of it, which right. is not maybe the best aspect, but eventually I feel like they're going to see a more positive view of it where they, because they will see the benefit, right? Yeah. And people want to see where they benefit. And so they will see the benefit from this. I believe. Exactly. Yeah, I I'm hopeful for it as well. And you know, uh, NFT Eleven is doing its part in in that as well. So um, recently, one of our our other partnerships that we have is with this uh, local marketing group called Ice Cube, and okay. um, we're setting out to educate the public, um, the mass gamers actually, about NFTs, about NFT gaming. You know, the 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 healthier side of it and the, the not so scammy and you know uh hit and run yeah. kind of projects yeah, yeah. It, i just find it so crazy that these people can do it on such a large scale and then just run it. like that's Oof. just like yeah. that's I, I it blows my mind that i i i hope those people will be accountable um because <laughs> that yeah like yeah, little, like like that's just like but you know i i feel like still i'm it's important that there is real value being <laughs> being built, and I, I think that just will take, you know, Time. a bit. But it'll it'll it'll, it'll, it'll be it'll be there for sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of games have to uh, tread carefully and and yeah. you know approach the the space in a right way. Um, communication yeah. is really key, especially when your community is so used to something, and then you suddenly just shoehorn NFTs in, and yeah, it's not it's not the way to to go about doing it. Like I remember, I was playing this game, uh, Dead by Daylight, and um, it's a it's an asymmetrical horror game. Basically, it's one killer, four survivors, and the killer hunts down the survivors. Survivors have to find a way to escape, and. Uh, <laughs> They they release killers and it's a really cool game because they they buy the rights for all these killers. So you have people like uh, Jason, Freddy, you know, and and uh, uh, Dead by Daylight. That's the game. It's a multiplayer game. Yeah, it's a multiplayer so game, but asymmetrical. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Uh, screaming at night, you know, with my friends and uh, running around <laughs> trying to escape the killer. <laughs> Yeah, and, and they brought and they brought a really cool character, one of my favorites, uh, Hellraiser. You know, Pinhead from Hellraiser. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, they wanted to get in on the NFT trend and hype, and they released Pinhead as an NFT. And so, if you bought the character, you would be given a Pinhead NFT, but it was just an NFT that had absolutely no application to the game or anything. It was just 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 something thrown in. You know, just because yeah. it's an yes. NFT, and yeah, I think I think it's it's stuff like that 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 you know really hurts the 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 whole space and uh, the concept of NFTs. And yeah, I don't yes. I don't think that's the right well, way to go about it. One thing yeah. is like the right talking about not right ways to do it, gatekeeping. So if NFTs are used to gatekeep something, that's the worst thing. That's yeah. the, that's that's like. Forget like even I'm angry when that happens. Because, <laughs> like, like you know, for example, there's a the classic like uh, I think rap album, um, the Chronic, right? The from Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, right? Um, right. Back in 1992. Mm -hmm. uh, so they took the they took it off of all the streaming platforms because they want to have an NFT playlist, an NFT album of these yeah. songs. Yeah. 
So it's like, you know, you're just inhibiting people from actually listening to your music, which is, you know, if you want to do that, that's okay. But I was like, there's so many great and amazing applications for NFTs, yeah. uh, you know, for in-game assets, you know, proof of just general proof of ownership. I feel that that, that will actually go beyond gaming, I, I, I believe, right? But yeah. this type of stuff doesn't make sense. And it just, it makes life more difficult for people. I yeah. think the whole point of technology is to make life simple for people or to create additional utility that people can do something with, make something happen with. And when you do this type of thing, it doesn't help anybody except, I guess, the person trying to make an to extra buck. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's what happens when greed takes over, you know, and, exactly. and money yeah. is your sole focus. Then, yeah, you lose the whole spirit of it and you just give NFTs a bad name because now, yeah. you know, there's this whole fan base, they're, they're, uh, this whole gatekeeping, they're blocked off on this thing. And, and the only thing that they can turn their hate to is goddamn NFTs. Right, they yes. are the ones that exactly. did this, <laughs> and that's what happened. That's what exactly is happening, right? Exactly. That's the so. Look, it's gonna like I think it's gonna be, of course, in every new technology, there's trials and tribulations. Like, right. I don't know how many people said the internet was gonna fail, right. right? Like, a lot of people, right? A lot of people said it was nothing. We we're gonna still be using our fax machines and writing mail, you know, right. like, right? And look where we are now. Exactly. Right. So, there's always that initial resistance to technology, you know, to yes. to to adapt to it, and I, I I think once we get past that that short hurdle, um, there's of course yeah. going to be that that whole bubble that pops, you know, uh, yes. the dot com era had it, you know, a, any technological advancement always always has it, and I I think from that is is where you know the phoenix kind of rises out of the ashes and and something else is born from all of that and yeah i think i think uh both our projects are one of those phoenixes i shall uh, be <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay not to toot my own horn or our own horn but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like a poem okay i was very i was very well connected so that was great <laughs> The thing is just, you know, navigating this space, being honest with your community, not letting yeah. greed get the better of you. And I, I, I think that's that's the way to approach this whole space here. Yeah, Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, talking. I feel like those, it's always good to, you know, with a fellow project and someone that, you know, knows the space well, just to go through it and just see how it's going. And it's, it was a good little recheck for me and kind of a, awesome. it made me excited um, right, right. to see what we me can too. do together. Me too. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, Thank so. you so much for taking the time, you know, to have this conversation. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, what the future holds for NFT 11 and Altura and smart NFTs, how it's going to change the entire game by space and and the way we look at games and yeah it's it's just there's there's so much possibility in this space i think yeah and we're happy to do it with you if anything awesome. you know help likewise yes. likewise right thank so you any last messages for your community any last messages any last messages Woo. um well this is interesting i'll add this snippet of news um Awesome. We're doing an initial NFT offering platform or game item offering platform on Altura. 
So nice. we've kind of had a system before where we had that, but we're creating a more formalized system within the ecosystem. And there's going to be more details about that soon. So Ooh, great. Um, yeah. And so I feel like NFT 11 could definitely yep. be maybe a part of that. Uh, De so definitely. Uh, our, our David James uh, NFT ultimate player is definitely going to drop on Altura. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. <laughs> Just a couple of months, months. I think we're looking at June for, for okay. the launch. Yeah. We definitely can help you out on that one. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. I think our community is looking forward to it as well. And uh, our trailer is coming out next week. In fact, we're. Check it out. I want to. You got to send it to me. You can send yes, it to me as yes, soon as you yes. <laughs> Okay. Uh, there, there are some teasers that we are already releasing. Uh, I, I, I think we tweeted about that today, or you, you'll see it in our feeds tomorrow. Okay. Teasers okay, are out. Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, David James is going to watch it for the first time also, and I can't wait to see his reaction. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> wonderful. That's amazing. All right. Uh, thanks so much, Maxim, for, for taking Thank the time. Thank you for having me on. Really appreciate it. All right. Really appreciate You have yourself a great day ahead, all right? Well, I will. Sounds okay. good. Okay. Take care. See you, man. Take care, See man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.